Hey hotties, I'm T. Roy. And I'm Dr. Brown. And this is The The Hot Hot Seat. Seat. Alright, Dr. Brown, I have nothing (laughs) to start this episode off with. I have nothing. So I'm turning it over to you to start us off in where we're going to go today. All right. Because so, it's been one of those days. I'm the planner here now, is what whoop, you're saying. Whoop, planner. Hey. Dr. Brown right. is a planner. So I was looking on the internet. Shocker. You're looking at the what? The internet. The internet. Which I can go into a story about cell phones, too. Oh, Lord, right? And the largest mullet or longest mullet popped up. It's a Tennessee nurse. <laughs> You brought it. Yay. I found my app. <laughs> Yay. So Tammy Manis, who's 58, has a 5 foot 8 inch long mullet. All right. Okay. Please tell me why your mullet's back. Well, first off, whoever created mullets, I would like to just sit down with you and talk to you about that hairstyle. I want to know who the hairstylist said. I think the mullets were involved. It was an accident. I mean, they're, no offense to anyone who has one, but they're ugly. I don't care for them. Robbie is asked to do one, and I say you will never have sex again. <laughs> he also cannot have a goatee because he'll look like his dad, and I'm not having sex with your dad. <laughs> oh, so okay, okay. That's not allowed either, but I don't understand it. And my nephew has one, and his has gotten longer, I feel like, because he just cuts the sides or whatever, and I just don't understand it. Well, I don't know where the or I don't know where the origin of it started. I mean, like I said, I think maybe the reason the mullets came it's because it was an accident. Someone messed up when they were cutting their hair. Because uh, I know when I've watched a lot of documentaries that talk about hairstyle, you know, they always say the bigger the hair and the more elaborate it is, the more high ranked you are and rich you are. Yeah, my I've hair's read not very big. Yeah, I don't have any hair. <laughs> So that's why we're down in the common folk. That's why we that's why we don't sit up in the expensive seats. We sit in the cheap seats, which is called the dirt. No, just I don't know. I did spend eight hundred dollars to see Jonas Brothers. That's true. I haven't spent that much. Oh, Um, oh, speaking of that, we're going to talk about NSYNC. I just got on top of my head because. And you know, we got to talk about Jonas Brothers. All right, too, so we'll um, so mullets. I don't know. I've I've seen them. You know, Billy Ray Cyrus carried one pretty well. I'm not going to lie. He did keep it well-trimmed and well-groomed. But he had people do it. He had professionals to do it. But when we do it ourselves, whether you're male or female or whatever you identify as, I just, I'm not a big fan of them. No. I'm not. I mean, some people, what was the movie? Um, Bob, Not Bobby. Where it's uh, David Spade. Where he's like, party in the front. Business oh, in the front, party Joe in the Dirt. back. Joe Dirt. Oh, that's he had a mullet. Movie. And that's what you used to always say with the mullet. It was business yeah. in the front, party Robbie in the back. Robbie still tries to bring that. I'm like, no, still not happening. <laughs> not if you want to get laid. Oh, Speaking of getting laid. Oh, Lord. Joe Jonas is single. Oh, okay, Joe Jonas. I'm out of here. I'm going to go marry him because he's secretly the love of my life. <laughs> of course, there you go. <laughs> There you go. She's talking about that. So, Robbie, if you're listening to this, you already heard that, my friend. You oh, might he wanna, knows. You might want to put on a mask, and then she might. Uh, <laughs> she might come at you. You know, she might come at you. He knows that um, he is the love of my life and that I have my 
what are they, like the exception or Hollywood pass? Oh, you got the you got the hall pass. The hall the pass for Joe Jonas. I don't need no regular yeah. people because you know whatever. But yeah, Joe pass. Jonas is my hall pass. Yeah. He doesn't have any though. Doesn't oh, oh Robbie doesn't have no. any hall pass. You won't give him any hall pass. Oh no, he can have it. He oh. doesn't have any that oh, he would use. Okay. 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 So I don't know what's up with him, but yeah, I've know. tried. Soul searching. Soul searching. He'll guess find. I'm, he'll guess find I'm one. good enough. He, ooh, there you go, friends. There you go. Um, I'm all he needs. Well, because we're talking about musicians, uh, I saw the the last couple of days the posts of NSYNC getting together because you know they're doing. I just saw that today. They're doing a single for the new Trolls movie. That's yes. why they're getting back together. Friends, friends of NSYNC. Don't get excited like I did and think they're coming back into concert because they are old like me. <laughs> uh, but no, they, did, they they got together is what I've heard is that they're getting back together to just do one single. That's it? Um, just for the Trolls movie. That's what it is. It's just for the Trolls movie. They're, they're, not, they're not coming back on going on tour. This is what they say. Yeah. That I they're not going like back going on tour. To. That they're not going to be doing concerts or anything. That they're just getting together because they're working on the soundtrack for I feel like that's not true. Trolls 3. So I, don't know. I feel like they're going to end up going back. I mean, honestly, it was only Justin Timberlake. And what is he doing now besides Trolls 3? Um, and being a dad, which is obviously okay, a hard yeah. job. What is, what is, J- really what is job, JT doing? That's exactly. What is JT doing? I haven't seen there him There was a whole anything. saga with that, the NSYNC. You know, I mean, they, they did separate in great terms. I just I was well, watching. That's good, didn't that's Backstreet good, Boys yeah, not back, end in good terms? Backstreet Boys, I believe some of the some of the singers in Backstreet Boys didn't end in good terms. But they're all back together. Yeah, so well they were well they were back thing. together because they were one of the headliners in Las Vegas. Yeah. Backstreet Boys. I think I it was the my Mirage. Sister, like, I think wanted to I go think it see was the them. Mirage. No, Boys to Men were at Mirage. Boys I to Men. I didn't even know hotels in Vegas. And then <laughs> um, I can't remember where they were at. Was it Planet Hollywood? I remember I Jonas Brothers were in Vegas, and I wanted to go, and Robbie said no. Mm, that's Robbie probably had that. He knew that if I got that close to Joe, he was going to be gone, and I was going to be gone forever. <laughs> I know. Wouldn't that be crazy yeah. is one day she's here, and the next day she's gone. Where did she go? That'd be a great story for Robbie. Yeah. He would like say, so what happened to your, your boo? What happened to your wife? He's like, you know... Just left. I loved my da- my wife very dearly. I let her go to one concert and never saw her again. <laughs> what concert? Jonas Brothers. Really? Yes. Be like, really? Only one of them's not married now, so, you know, it's my are time you gonna, to slide are you, are, in. <laughs> are you going to break down when he does get married? No, I never did. Um, I would make jokes like, no, it's over. I'm never going to have a chance. Okay. But, I mean, I know I don't obviously have a chance in real life. Well, you never know. I mean... You always got to think about what uh, Jim Carrey says in Dumb and Dumber when the lady says it'll be in a millions and one in a million. He's like, there's still a chance. Okay, yes, I mean, then on. I'm one in a million and it's still a I chance. I always tell people that when they say that it's not possible, I was like, first off, it is possible. I said, and second of all, it's always one in a million. One in a million. I yeah. would love it to be his wife. Nah, I don't even know if I would get married. I'd be his girlfriend. I just want everyone to know that she was secretly taking a picture of me because I know she was trying to put it on her Instagram. But I love how Dr. Brown was sneakily throwing the film 
the camera at me and I was trying, I, I froze her for a bit because I was like, am I giving her my good side? <laughs> I did. I really did. I'm trying to get behind the scenes. <laughs> behind the scenes. Exactly. Oh, and speaking of that, you got to check our show notes. Um, Dr. Brown's been busy. I haven't. I'm giving her all the credit. Let's give her a round of applause. <laughs> she has already set up the Facebook page as well as our Instagram. So you, that's some good ways that you can get to know what we actually look like. Speaking of that, I was listening to my podcast people, right, this morning. And actually, I was listening, I caught up with my podcast this morning. And But a couple of days ago, they you know they do theirs on mm-hmm. YouTube as well. They video. And okay. They have the podcast we on video. We don't do YouTube yet, no. So, yeah. So they, they that's what they do, right? And they do have definitely radio voices, especially mm-hmm. one of them does. Because when he showed his face and when he started talking, I was like, I did not imagine you at all like okay. the way you look. Uh. I wonder right. what people think I look like. I wonder what people... You know, here's a funny thing. When I Don't listen, go to Instagram. Think, <laughs> tell us what you think we look like, and then go to Instagram and see if exactly. you look close. So there's the deal. When I listen to our podcast, because after we're done recording and I upload it, I'll listen to us. Oh, I, I listen, listen to it in the car. I listen for Are we feet. conceited? No, we're not conceited. We're humble. <laughs> no, I, the way I look at it is when I listen to it, I, I'm listening to I'm always thinking, okay, what did we talk about? Um, how, how does it sound? How does it smooth? Like, you know, okay, we're doing good. I always look at it as a reflection way. That's why I've always been. I reflect, um, cause I've even listened to like my own and it's just weird. But then I started thinking, it's like, that's my voice. That's yes. how I sound. And then in my head, I'm not picturing me. I'm picturing yeah. like someone totally different that through my voice. Yeah. Like I kind of expect someone to be like <clears throat> bigger, deep voice. So kind of more manly in a way. I don't know. Well, like, here's a funny thing, because I, I noticed that I talk in my high register, and this has always been a thing since college. My speech theater teacher, my speech teacher, always used to say, you need to talk in your lower register. Okay, so <clears throat> how about him? He basically is saying is, don't talk too high like I do, like right now. Okay. Just talk very normal and low, using your deep voice, and your just going voice. from there. I have a very deep but voice. But the problem about that is, when I do that, I'm not trained enough to, to talk loud. Whereas I've always been talking in my higher register, for years, because no one's coached me to do it correctly. So I always laugh. So when I hear myself, I'm like, oh, my God, my mom, I'm really in the high register part. <laughs> like, I wonder if dogs are. Because I try to talk. i when I get home and, All right. you know, see if the dogs I've tried to, away. like, talk in the lower register, but it's hard. I mean, it's trained. And it feels more comfortable when <clears throat> you're in the lower register. So we're doing this. You're talking in your high. So even I, when you're um, talking to me in normal conversation, you're in your high. I'm in my high because that's it's because that's where I bought my. So it's not like your phone voice. No, you know? it's it's not my phone voice. It's not hi, welcome <laughs> to eight hundred you know dot com. <laughs> um, no, I've noticed that like even when I talk, it's high register. Okay. Yeah, that's my speech. I don't theater. notice how I talk. My speech teacher in college told me that. Good did old Doctor Sherman. Kid? Um. Well, I did have a second language, so English oh, was right. my second that's language right. at first. So there's you know some issues there. Um. But no, Doctor Sherman. As a kid. Oh, did you? Yes. Yeah, Dr. Sherman was my speech teacher. Ooh. I think you he was. He, yeah, I do remember Dr. Sherman. Here, here's the thing, Dr. Brown. You don't forget the, the, the professors and the teachers that gave you a hard time, but also pushed you to the highest and greatest True. limits. Dr. Sherman was tough. Because he taught you how to talk. Now, if you ask me who <laughs> my speech, uh, okay, because when I, my speech is, my minor is in speech. I can't talk today, can you tell? Yeah, well, I could never talk, so English. <laughs> so, Speech is my minor in my undergrad. And I the only person that the only professor I can remember is like I said is Dr. Sherman out of my speech 
minor. Okay. If you ask me about any of the other speech <laughs> teachers that I had to do, like we had to learn about diphthongs and... I don't even um, know what that is, but okay. It's the way your tongue ref- bounces back and okay. the way you enunciate and pronunciate words. It's something diphthong or anything. I don't remember her name. I remember she was just a very tall, lanky lady with very like long, reddish brown, brunettish hair okay. and everything. But I can't remember her name. I li- I'd have to go back in my transcript and look. But Dr. Sherman, he was a hippie, <laughs> but because he was the one that gave me a hard time and he actually, we really connected, I remember him to the T. But okay. the other some professors, I don't. I remember some, but not all. Yeah. Um, there's Dr. Palomino. I think that I said it right. She was in my master's program. She's the one that convinced me for to go for my doctorate. Okay. okay. Yeah, so that's why I remember her. And there's only, like, two of us that moved on from master's to doctorate. Okay. And we have both graduated since. And then Dr. Emily Rogers. She was my favorite. I always said... When I want, when I was growing up, still growing up, might be thirty two now, but I'm still growing up. Doesn't say we're always growing <laughs> up. Uh, I was like, I want to be Doctor Emily Rogers, and we just said Doctor Emily is what we called her. But I was like, I want to be her, so that's my goal. Eventually, I'm gonna be. I want to be a teacher of teachers. There you go. Well, and that's what you are. That's what you are. A teacher cool. of teachers. All right, so I had to figure out because we we're talking about mullets and it just popped in my head. And I'm being, <laughs> now that I have access to a computer, bringing it back. I <laughs> typed in who made mullets, pop- mullets popular. Okay. And they were worn by the rock stars like David Bowie, Rod Stewart, Keith Richards, Paul McCartney in the early 70s. Okay. So which blows my mind because I didn't even think about David Bowie. I love David Bowie. I know right? David Bowie. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I just aged myself. So David that Bowie. That is my mom's time. Okay, well, David Bowie had somewhat of a mullet when he played in the movie The Labyrinth as the the the, the Goblin King. I thought he was a singer. He's also a singer, but he also okay. he was also okay. an actor in there, right? So David Bowie is a, was one of them, along with Rod Stewart and Keith Richards and Paul McCartney, who brought in the mullet. Okay, okay. So again, was it a mistake haircut? Yes. That one of these popular, or they just said, Sounds oh, let's like just it. mess around. Or we got belligerently drunk, and let's just <laughs> shave the guy's side of the hair. And Maybe when he woke he up the next morning. About it, and they just did it while he was sleeping. Because you know how you, like, draw on them when they're sleeping and all that, when they pass out drunk? We did it to my father. I don't know, because I never got to do that, because I was always the one first passed out, and I was always the one with the penis on my mouth. So, because I fell asleep <laughs> first. I was the wuss one. All right. Clearly, I was, the wuss one. I was the one throwing up in the bathroom, though. <laughs> I have a very weak stomach. Uh, no, I remember at a party. Uh, <laughs> the college days. Oh, no. This is like with my in laws. Oh, stuff. okay. And they weren't my in laws yet. I don't even think Robbie and I were talking at that time. I could be wrong. I don't remember now. And my father in law f- fell asleep. And so we all drew penises and hearts and smiley faces all over his belly. <laughs> It was really funny. Yeah. You know, I was usually the one that fell asleep early because I really tried to hang and I really couldn't. Because when I start to get tired, I'm not fun. I'm not fun. And I don't say I don't get crabby. I'm just not fun. I'm like, I'm just ready to go lay down Mm -hmm. and everything. You just like shut down. You're like, I'm like, I'm I'm, I'm over this. I'm like, okay, I've had enough fun. I'm over it. Whereas other people, don't get me wrong. Go out and have fun. Be crazy. But when it comes to me, I'm just like that. But then, you know, after the first experience of, being the first one to fall asleep and waking up the next morning and everyone's laughing at you and you yep. walk in and you have seen drawings, you know, and they use the, the the kind of markers that don't come out of your face after a while. After that, it was like, 
it was really a struggle for me not to fall asleep. I would really push to stay mm-hmm. awake and I just couldn't like, I don't do want it. Because I don't want to be the one to do it. You know, I don't want to be the one at the at the friend's hangout that mm-hmm. passes out early and then, you know, they're putting their hand in warm water and you're pissing yourself. Is that really a thing? It's a thing. Oh, you would know. It's a thing. Mm-hmm. And so... That's what you're saying to everybody. It's a thing. Everybody in the world right now <laughs> can listen to It's this. a thing. It's a thing. And so that's what I'm saying. So, like, you know... I get it and everything, but then it's like after it can leave us some scars. And I just, I didn't like that idea. I didn't, after I did it one time to a person, I felt, I empathized with them. Cause I was yeah, because like, you've been in there. I was their like, shoes. you know. I just did fun. it because it's my father in law and I That's put on true. Them all the Different time. story. Different story you know. with that. And but it was his belly, it wasn't his face. Yeah. I don't think. I don't remember it being in the face. Don't you don't remember, do you? I don't remember. I just remember we did it too. It's him. all cloudy, huh? Yeah, my whole brain is. You cloudy. turned another year older this Monday, and now you can't remember yeah. things. It was my birthday, guys. Woo-hoo! It was her birthday on September 11th. Yes, I had to teach that. I liked it. The kids laughed. Well, I was thinking about that because Cody did tell me about you know you had that. Mm-hmm. So I've got some theories. Okay. About this, let's throw some theories. Some out conspiracy there. theories. No, that's See a conspiracy. That's there. a whole different story. <laughs> that's like that's a whole new episode by itself. All right. Ooh, we should do an episode on conspiracy. theories. I love conspiracy theories. Okay, that you'll lead that one. Okay, I'll lead that one. That'll be our next episode. We'll do conspiracy Ooh, theories. Okay. okay. I, I was thinking we get an, a special guest here soon. Oh, we can do the special guest, and then we can do the conspiracy. I'll, let's do that because I got to work on the conspiracy theories because there's okay. a lot to cover. There's and to you cover. have to definitely do a 9/11 one. Because I love learning about 9-11. Yeah, and Robbie saying. is the opposite of me. He thinks it's a conspiracy. Well, theory, I mean, so. you know, there's a lot. We'll talk so about it. So we that. have to get into that. Talk. But I think next week we should have a special guest. Ooh. Okay. I so, don't want to spoil it. Okay, we won't spoil it. All right, so my theory about the whole thing about this, your students laughing while they're watching. Mm-hmm. So those are my, th- my theories. Well, first off, we all know that it's history for them because they didn't yes. live through that. So it's a None history. None of them were born. None of them were ever Just a so sparkle. Out there they knows. weren't even a sparkle in mom and dad's eye yet. Um, so that was one theory. It's like, okay, it's to them it's history. Mm-hmm. They didn't live through that. So they really can't empathize the effectness of it. Two is were they really watching it or were they joking with each other here that you weren't seeing it? Because I've had this happen too. Yeah that they were giggling and they were giggling because either someone made a funny face across the room or someone said something funny here and during those mm-hmm. moments because you are like me I'm sitting watching it because yes. it's something I'm passionate about and then Love if I hear someone it. laughing I'm right away like why are we laughing yeah you know not knowing like this isn't funny but you know because we're involved mm-hmm. in it so those are just my two theories kind of gonna tell you the second theory is not correct because okay. they laughed as soon as the plane hit and one of them, they said a bad word uh, in the video. And was were, that, do you think that's what set them off to laughing? The, in one of them, yes. Okay. But the other one, when the building was crashing down, like uh, collapsing, they were all laughing because of all the dust and everything happening. Like, really? So yeah. did you did you did you sit down with them and talk to them like you know like, like people are dying? Like this did you inquire them about why they laughed about it? No, I just told them like. This is, like, a real thing. Like, I was alive during this. No, I wasn't near it, but I lived through it. I mean, sort of. I was an See, I'd be, I'd, be, I'd be interested just to find out, like, if that happened, I'd stop it right there and say, okay, I know it seems like a lot of us are giggling and everything, so I'm just kind of curious. Like, why are we laughing? Like, what, mm-hmm. you share with me. What's making you laugh? Because maybe 
I've always seen this too with other students is that sometimes that's a coping mechanism for some kids when they get I think it uncomfortable. Is. I know it's for me. Like if I get very, like if a situation gets really uncomfortable for me, you just giggle. I I start I smile and I I, <laughs> I kind of go like this. Okay, that makes <laughs> and, uh, sense. And it's I not that, that it's not that I'm trying to be rude or disrespectful. Mm-hmm. It's like this just got really uncomfortable right yes. here, and I'm just gonna giggle. I mean seriously. So so it works is how that works for me is something will go wrong and I just go. <laughs> Crap. <laughs> like that. And I, but I giggle because that's my coping mechanism. Mm-hmm. Whereas some people just, you know, they don't have that skill. So that would be just something that was curious to kind of think about. Like, I think it was a little bit of both. I think they it found it be. funny that they were running away from all the smoke and guts. Well, you do know our kids are a lot. A lot of students nowadays, The gen, not, I'm not generalizing and saying every student. Yeah. Most students, because you got to use those terminologies, most students. Hmm, the um, world we live in. <laughs> right. Most students are desensitized. Mm-hmm. So they see something like that. And like now that you're explaining it, I can see like on that opposite end of that would be kind of funny to them. Yeah. Everything. Whereas, you know, for us, it's not. Um, I'm kind of now just thinking about like when I was growing up, I don't know if I laughed or not, but I think I did kind of laugh. But it wasn't because I thought it was actually funny. I think it just made me uncomfortable is when JFK got shot. Okay. And when they shot were him in the head. No, no, I wasn't alive. But when I saw the replay of it, like, my mom and them were growing up. I'm 45, remember? 45. Mm. My mom, try. when they see it on TV, I remember I was a kid. And I remember, I think I did giggle at that. Because when they shot him, and just because the reaction mm-hmm. that he had, I giggled. Like, oh, my God. You know? Yeah. That's kind of like the way I did it. It's like, oh, my God, they just shot him. Like, Yeah. Because that that's my, that awkwardness. Yeah. Because, I don't know. I mean, that's just something I, you know... Whereas some people are like, oh, my God, they just killed him. You know, that kind of thing. I just, you know, I always try to think of those people like that out there. They're also not the most mature. True. They are fifth grade. They are fifth grade. grade. Well, they're still right now. They haven't hit the maturity of fifth yet. They're still coming in in fourth grade. Yes. And I need them to move on. That ain't happening until May of next year. Yeah. Then... Then, and there you, was a shift from fifth graders last year to the now sixth graders. Mm-hmm. They went from being good kids to <laughs> now, like, ripping my hair out. Oh, yeah, we know. We talked about this. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then mm-hmm. fifth grade, I'm like, time to retire? You know, <laughs> you know, this is what I always say. You know, being in education and being in the position that we're at, it's – I said this the other day. I'm getting on the pedestal. Here we go. Let me Let me get my little – let me get my, let's see here. Um, do I have it? I'm getting on my pedestal Ooh, right now. He even sat up too. Right, He's standing like, up straight. Up straight. <clears throat> getting up for this one. Um, I would like to see a pro athlete. Oh, I remember this. I would like to see a pro athlete survive on the monthly, the yearly income that I get. And let me see if I can survive on their yearly income that they get. Oh my God. Do you think of all the things you could buy? Can you do you think of all the things I would invest in so that more is just flowing in that I that, can buy more? That and you can just pay off everything. Oh, do you do you know? And have some left over. What's what's that? What's having left over? I don't know what that is. Like leftover food. Oh, I yeah, I do I do have leftover food because that's usually my lunch. <laughs> no, I was just saying that we talked about this. That yeah. I would love to see a pro athlete switch places for not even switch places. I just want to see them teach. I would just love for them to say, you know what? I'll take your yearly income for one year and I'll give you mine for one year and let's see if they can survive. 
I want to see them come into the classroom, teach the class, and then we go play whatever sport they play. I mean, mm. I'm not saying I would be good. I'd be good at tennis. Bring, Andre- bring Andreas uh, Agassi. I could play his I position. mean, I could probably do really great at basketball. Where's my applause? That was oh, a oh, funny sorry. joke. Sorry. I'm only 5'2". There's no way I'm hey, be good at hey, basketball. Hey, never let, never let height and size determine your success. I think it does in basketball. Well, what's the, what's his name? There's a basketball player who's like shorter than, you know, the 10-foot guys in that in basketball. I can't think of his name. Is he on the Suns? He's not on the Suns. Then I don't know. Okay. I, I wouldn't even know if he I know, was on I the know, Suns. I know that there's, I know, I know. There was I know. Steve Nash, I think was his name. I don't remember. I haven't followed sports in a while. I don't follow sports at all. I used to. <laughs> and then Robbie kind of drifted apart yeah. in sports and we just started. Yeah, I don't follow him as much as I used to. Well, I mean, like college basketball, it's changed. I used to follow the Tar Heels a lot in the North Carolina Tar Heels. But I then once, uh, know what that is. once the coach <laughs> left, I was like, done. Oh, was really. it no, it was an older man. It was Roy. Oh, okay. He was a good coach. And the team was good. There was good there was a good players that I liked at the time, and then I outgrew him. You know? Oh, yeah. I outgrew him like my shoes. I watched football a lot in college. Yeah. I would just sit every Sunday, wake up, turn on the TV, have whatever game was on, do my homework. Yeah. Because I did all my homework on the weekends in the mornings, and then I was good for the week. So I didn't okay. have to stress about it. Okay. Because I'm that not one sense. that was that always sense. good. And even t- in my doctorate program, I was still had it where I did most of the work on the weekends, except well, that's for, the like, only time you posts. have, girl. Yeah, that's the only time you would have because in the weekdays, you're already burned out from mm-hmm. a day of teaching that you just want to go home and just chillax, right? What's that? I don't know what chillaxing is, I know oh. what it is. It's me just going home, changing my clothes out of my work clothes, and putting on my wonderful, comfortable clothes, and then laying my fat ass on the couch and doing nothing. I don't know what that's like. Oh, I know you, if you got, I'm lucky because you got two little kiddos at home, yes, if I'm lucky. I get home before Robbie, okay? Yeah. Yeah. And, like, today, not going to happen because, obviously, you know, I still have to drive mm-hmm. my 45 minutes. Oh. So. How about we just hook each other's car, and this time <laughs> around, you pull me, and then I'll meet you in the morning, and I'll pull you. Okay. That's fine because I'm going to get some extra sleep in the afternoon right. or in the morning then. Uh, okay. So, I go home. If I don't have to empty the dishwasher, yay. But if I do, then I feed the dogs, I empty the dishwasher, I have to get clothes ready for the kids tomorrow because they go to my aunt, ma, my mother-in-law's, I have to get jammies ready, and that depends on if I have to get a towel or not, because if it's bath night or not, they do every other day. And then, so feed the dogs, pick up the bowls and put them up because Robert likes to eat dog food. Then... Robert's her baby, her baby, her son, not her, not her husband. I mean, he probably likes to eat it too. I, I don't know. <laughs> well, you know, I'm not gonna lie. I do love the smell of dog food. I do. This has always been a thing since growing. I won't eat it. Awkward. <laughs> I won't eat it, but there's just something about the smell of dog food that just. I oh just, no! Like, it's like I told Cody one time. I was what like, about I cat food? Do you like oh, the cat smell food? Of no, it's okay. Because dog was, food. It's made me throw up. Yeah, dog food. When I was pregnant. like, when I scoop and give a, our dog food for Sable, I'm like. Oh, that smells so good. I always tell Cody, I wonder what this tastes like. He always says, try it. No, I just said, I wondered. I didn't say I was going to. I said, I just wonder. Don't do it. And then, if I'm lucky, I finally get to go change. Because I usually try to change before I start dinner. It depends on what time I get home, though, and if the kids arrive. Because if Robbie gets home and I get home right after or vice versa or we're really close, then I'll just start dinner. 
because he comes home, poops, and showers. Okay. And if I'm lucky, I got to change before he did that. And I told him one night, like a month ago, I was like, I'm kind of upset with you. Like, I Uh oh. Uh oh. (laughs) (laughs) I love it when they say, when a spouse says, I'm kind of upset with you. And I did it on like a calm tone. Normally I just shut down and won't speak to him because I'm pissed. (laughs) I think I found my soulmate. (laughs) Because that's what sometimes I do. When I get angry at someone or anyone, I just shut down. I won't even talk to you. I'm like, I don't want to talk to you. I won't even make eye contact with you. I need to avoid you before I punch you. (laughs) I wouldn't actually punch him. But in my head, I really want to. You're avoiding him and you're processing. Yes. Okay, that's a good way. Of that's why I always it. say I avoid you and dis- I, I distance myself from you because I have to process my my thoughts and my actions. That's because otherwise yes. you'd be six feet under. Yes, and I would be in jail. <laughs> Bars are not my life, and orange is not my color. No, fifth grade, actually sixth grade thinks I murdered somebody. So. <laughs> Maybe oh, it's my color. <laughs> oh, fifth grade. So okay. Uh, so you have uh, to tell him. So I tell him, I'm kind of upset with you. And he goes, why? And it's just a normal conversation. I said, because we got home. You got to poop and shower. I had to do this, this, and this. And I didn't even get to this because you got home. And I'm still wearing my shoes because I don't want to leave them in the living room like you do. And my work clothes. And I just want to go and change into my pajamas and relax. And, you know, maybe take a piss. Like... <laughs> Well, you know, science Science does, so, the research does show this. This is where I learned it. So in one of my master's class, they talked about this. And it, they, they tell you that, because when we could be, when you become a principal, and like I said, I was an assistant principal, but they told us in our training that when you become that, you have to separate, you know, work from home. Mm-hmm. You have to do that. And the best way to do that is as soon as you get home, change your clothes. Because if you're still stuck, like even if you're still like, okay, I changed my, took my shoes off, my socks, my pants, I put on my shirt, my shorts, but then I just have still my work shirt. They're like, no, you need to change the whole attire oh, okay. because your body, your mind still thinks like when you have your work shirt on or the shirt you wore for work, your body, your mind still thinks that you're still working. Oh. So you have to literally, it's like when I, so when Cody and I get home from work, the first thing we do is, you know, like he goes and lets the dog out and pee. I get the mail, I'm doing stuff and everything. And then boom, we're in the bedroom and he, I take off my shoes, my socks, uh, my dress pants that day, my shirt, and I put on my, I put my, my flippers on, my flippers, I always call them, my Is flippers on, slippers? My, my flippers, yeah. <laughs> I put those on, my flippers, I put those on, and then I put on my, you know, I, well, I'm, I don't know, put that. I put on my shorts first, and then my slippers, and then I have my tank top, and that's it. And that's my change to now I'm at home. Yeah, I Because will... if I don't do that and I get stuck with this, I, then I feel like I still got to, I'm like, I haven't separated that. And they yeah. tell you to do that. It's See, tough. and I have to do all of it before I change because if I don't, I won't want to do it. I'm like, mm, oh, I'm in my, okay. my okay. basketball shorts and T-shirt, got my sports bra, mm, you know, okay. all Makes of sense. that. And then I don't mind doing dinner while I do that, but, like, the feeding the dogs and the dishwasher, the kids get into those things. So those ones, I'm like, I got to rush and get it done before they okay. get home. Okay. But after that, I'm like, I just... I just want out of my pants. Like, yeah. unzip them and be free. <laughs> like, That's what I do. Like, so when I get home, I, I change clothes immediately. And then 
I figure out what we're going to do for dinner. Like if we have to take out meat or something, I'll put that in, you know, to go to the frost and stuff like that. And then I go sit on the couch. You don't take it out before? Well, we don't take it out because we take it out of the freezer and then I put it into in the water to defrost because it's, um, it's been in the freezer and it it thaws really quick. And so we don't want it outside when we're not home. Okay. So see, we just put it like, we'll grab a couple bags out of whatever we have, throw it in the fridge and then. Well, see, I know what you're saying. You're like talking about for just uh, yeah. knowing. It depends on. I do have a menu of saying this is what I'm going to do tonight, but when I get oh, home, I it's know. different. Yeah. So that's where I change. So we'll just take out like a little thing of meat and put it in the sink and let it thaw out and everything. So I'll do that, and then I go sit and throw my fat ass on the couch and I turn on the TV. I lay down. That's going to be and the then honest. Dash door. <laughs> and then the that's going to be the honest. The way thing is like then when you and I are talking about like when we need to get stuff up and everything. Once I my fat ass is on the couch. Yep. I can't do it. And I, sh- mm-hmm. I really do try to struggle, Brown. I do. Like, what's what I said today? We'll do it today. But I do. I struggle. Sometimes it's yeah. like, after a while, I'm like, oh, my God, I just want to relax. Yep. And I was like, I'm feeling guilty because I need to record a podcast with her. Oh, yeah. And then I'm like, okay, we made a deal. So I was like, okay. And this. then, you like, you pick the times, and I'm like, ah, oh, crap, my kids are still awake. Yeah, right. <laughs> or, crap, it's Robbie and I's time because he plays video games. Monday, tu- Monday Tuesday... Thursday, Friday, and then we watch TV together. We watch Riverdale. That's what we're into. Oh, okay. Ooh, Riverdale. Sunday, Friday, and Wednesday, I think it is. Okay. So I'm like, oh, you picked one of the days Robbie is. Uh-oh. <laughs> I know. We need to sit down and kind of go through that. That's off the behind-the-scenes situation. Because there's we'll like... We'll get it eventually. I know, because we're like... We're busy people around well, like here. Like now, Thursdays for like next Thursday will be a rough one because we have curriculum nights. <sighs> I know. And I have a meeting before that, too. Okay. And so then, um, and then, like, I don't know. Like, Mondays are pretty open. See, and I have swim with cat. And exactly. Tuesdays are if and then. It just depends on if and then. I could do a Tuesday evening. Wednesdays are if and then. Thursdays are definitely not right now because I'm doing my, my ISTE certification. So my course is, like, from 3.30 to 5.30. Oh, that's, that's terrible. Um. But that's only for like those online for only a, a short period of time. There's only three. The rest is all asynchronous. Um, and then Fridays, I was like, oh, we could do Fridays. But then Friday, I'm like done from the week. And yeah. I just want to be just done with everything. Yes. We'll figure it out. Eventually. We'll it out eventually. We'll be consistent one day. Yeah. Well, you know, consistence is only consistence when the matter of the mind thinks it. You and your quotes. I know. I just made that up just right now. Okay. Nice to be I wouldn't even. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to get t-shirts one day. <laughs> I already told one. my best friend I'm going to have her make them. Sweet. <laughs> t-shirts are on their way, friends. Uh, well, Brown, right. that's all I have for this episode. Unless you got anything else to continue. All right. So you mentioned in the Mentor Troy about wanting to do an advice column. Oh, yes. Ask, more, ask Mentor Troy. But I think we should do that on ours. Yes. Because then I can give my input, and we're two completely different people. So you're going like to see the positive. I like that. I'm going to see the negative. She's going to tell you the real shit, and I'm going to give you the fluff. <laughs> uh, so make the form thing that they can fill out and ask us questions. I like that. Okay. I'll, I'll just, yeah, I already got that all taken care of in my hand. Cool, cool. Yeah, I do like that. We'll do it. We're going to do, do it. We're going to do an advice column for the hot seat. For Dr. Brown and T. Roy, if you have any questions, you've got some burning questions or some questions you just want to get some advice. Remember, Dr. Brown will give you the real shit. I'll give you the fluff. (laughs) I'll make you feel good. 
Dr. Brown's just going to lay it down thick and tell you how it's really I mean, maybe be. I'll be nice. Who knows? Maybe I'll be in a good mood for once. That's, and you never know. She might surprise me if she does that. No, I'm just, <laughs> yeah, just kidding. No, that's, that's no, he's I not. like that. I no, like he's that. Not. I like that. Okay. All right. All right. Let's do it. All right. Well, we'll be back next uh, next episode with, are we, are we going to do special guest? Where I think we're going to do special guests. All right, so our next episode, episode number three, which is three in English. Which might end up being four if it's really long, like mine was on. Oh, the that is true. Right. That is true. All right, it could be a two-part series. You'll find out. We'll find out. <laughs> we All won't right. know until he goes to upload it. <laughs> that, that's true. That's true. Like, I, I know if it's, once it hits over an hour, I know it's going to be. Okay. has to be broken down. Okay. So, so it might be two-parters because, you know, they like to know. talk. They Oh, God, do they like to talk. <laughs> Oh, yes, they do. All right, friends. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening. Follow us on social media. Links are in the bio.